Hi, welcome back to another episode of Righteous Ruckus. This is your host, Riley Lowe, and I'm glad to be here today. For the longest time, it seemed like John 3.16 was the most famous verse in the Bible, the most often quoted verse in the Bible. Um, personally, I think it's rain is, if it's not over now, I think maybe it's been over, but I think maybe it's rain is fixing to be over and it's fixing to be supplanted by another verse. Um, what are you talking about, Riley? Well, let's get into that. It's time to get off the church benches and into the trenches. Let's make a righteous ruckus. All right, so John 3.16, right? Um, here, I'll just read out of this. This is the NIV. Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, and whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That's a message of great hope, great hope there. So um, used to be, you know, every NFL game, MLB game, all the games, uh, most college games, you're going to see somebody holding up a sign somewhere with John 3.16 on it. Actually, uh, Tim Tebow got some heat about that um, back in the day. Uh, when he had, he used to wear Bible verses on his eye black, and I believe he had like a, a Philippians verse, you know, I can do all things through God who strengthens me. He had that on there. And then I believe it was a national championship or something like that. He he changed it to John 3.16. And actually there's some there's some cool stuff out there about um, about John or about uh, uh, Tim Tebow, actually, you know, the, the way that number 316 worked its way through some different things. As far as the national championship game, uh, television ratings, and all that, and the the amount of people that um, actually um, looked up John three sixteen after he wore that on his eye black um, was actually you know it's astounding when you when you look into that it's pretty incredible. Um, so I, I actually had something kind of funny happen. It's been years ago now. We had a guy. Somewhat of an antagonist, you know. He said he was raised in a Catholic home, um, but uh, he didn't really, you know, wasn't well versed in the Bible or just or didn't know a whole lot about the Bible. Anyway, one day I got a, a a brand new buck knife, right? A pocket knife. Buck is the brand of that. And uh, I was sitting around, and um, he happened to be in the in the room there, and I I said, "Oh, it's is on the on the box." It said, uh, it just said John 3.16. It didn't say the verse, it said John 3.16. And this guy, kind of, he kind of smarts off. He goes, oh, well, what's, well, what verse is that? And I, and I looked him straight in the eye and I said, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whoever should believe in him should not perish but have a resting life. And he goes, oh, you got that one memorized, do you? And I said, well, yeah, it's the most famous verse in the Bible. If you ask uh, the majority of people what their favorite verse in the Bible is, uh, unless they've done some deep diving in the Bible, most most Christians are going to say John three sixteen, and so it's like really you didn't know about that. But uh, I, the verse I think is taking over if it hasn't taken over already is what kind of the topic of today is. Is this is Matthew seven one? Let me read this. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. I think the King James says. Does judge not lest you be judged. Um, so it's just <laughs> most people, though, however, do not even make it through that whole verse, right? They stop with do not judge. They do not judge. I think 
whenever you say, hey, abortion's wrong or this is wrong, it's wrong to murder, it's, uh, you know, you probably shouldn't be getting high all the time or, you know, you probably shouldn't be fornicating with everybody or any kind of biblical doctrine, um, the world and even other Christians are quick to say, well, you shouldn't judge. And it's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Because if that's, you know, and Christians, they, they think it's a gotcha verse. They think it'll shut you up. And it does shut up most people, honestly. I've actually had this um, happen a couple times in my life where I've, you know, been just been talking about a subject and uh, and somebody will say, well, I mean, you're not supposed to judge. And I'll say, oh, is that that's in the Bible? And they'll say, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it says do not judge. And I'll say, Con- continue. And I'll say, oh, well, I mean, it just says, you know, it says do not judge in the Bible. And so then those are actually a couple points of times I've been able to, you know, either with the Bible on my phone or if I happen to have a Bible, I can say, well, let's just see what it says right here. So let's just let's just read Matthew 7. Do not judge or you too will be judged for the same way you judge others. You will be judged. And with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the same there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Now, here's the thing about that. That, when you read the context Jesus, those are words of Jesus. Jesus is not saying don't judge. Jesus is telling you how to judge. He's saying don't judge hypocritically. Because as a matter of fact, the irony of the whole situation is that the person saying you shouldn't judge, they're kind of making a they're they're making a moral argument there. They're saying it's wrong to judge, right? But yet they're telling you not to judge. They are judging you for judging. See the irony in that? It's, it doesn't make any sense. The, whole, the standard that they're holding you accountable to, they're violating that. So it's really nonsensical to say that in the first place. And, um, you know, the thing is, it's, just, it's not a prohibition against judgment, right? It's a prescription on how to judge. Let's actually take a look at another spot. In uh, John, let me forget, let's spend over here, John uh, 7, 24. Uh, let me get here my Bible. John 7, um, 24. All right. If you look at John 7, 24, this is the words of Jesus again. Um, he's talking about, uh, there's a context there, but he says, I did one miracle. He's talking about doing miracles. And then they're calling him out saying, you shouldn't be doing miracles on the Sabbath. Uh, and he's basically said, stop judging by mere appearances, but instead judge correctly. So Jesus is telling us to judge? Huh. Well, that blows most people's minds. So he's, he's not saying don't judge. He's saying, he's saying don't, be, don't be sleeping around and then, um, and then t- tell somebody that, hey, you shouldn't be sleeping around. You know, do as I say, don't as I do type mentality, right? He's saying don't be judgmental also. There's a lot of people that just look. Like this, like this guy I was telling you the other day that was kind of hit me or, or earlier that was um, hammering me about this. Uh, oh, the the buck knife Bible quote, right? He was saying, um, 
he he was he's kind of that guy. He was like always looking for something to nitpick you on and antagonize you about. And so it was uh, it was honestly pleasing to be like, oh well, this is what that verse says, you know. I, and I was able to, but I mean, the reality is, I had some good good conversations with him and all that. But it's not Jesus. Is, Jesus tells you to judge. As a matter of fact, you can't go through life without judging. You know, you just can't do it. Judgments are necessary and inescapable. That's the truth, guys. They're inescapable. Um, you know, I wouldn't, and I've actually, this is the thing I've heard growing up as I got older, like in my 20s, um, as people started having kids, I heard this all the time, and this is nuts. I heard people say, well, I can't tell my kids not to do that because I did it when I was their age. Well, do you think a meth addict is going to, that it's recovered and found Jesus is going to say, you know, I mean, I can't really tell my kids not to do meth because, I mean, I did it when I was their age. No, you, that's that's <laughs> that's nonsense. But so I would never like just tell my kids, hey, who am I to judge? Um, you know, your kid says, hey, dad, set me down. We just got out of the car. We're in a busy parking lot. I want to beeline it to the store. Just let me go. I'm not gonna, well, who am I to judge? Go for it. I mean, whatever happens, happens. If it's your time, it's your time, kid. So good luck crossing all that traffic of people that aren't even paying attention. No, you're not going to do that. And the funny thing is, people will always call out and say, oh, don't judge, or you're not supposed to judge, or we're not supposed to judge anybody, or only God can judge me, when it refers to things that somebody is saying critically, right? Something that they don't like. Oh, don't judge. Don't judge. I have the I have the opposite opinion of you. You're not supposed to be judging. Right? Nobody gets offended at judgments that they like. I've I've never had anybody whenever I see somebody and I say, Oh, I like that shirt, or uh, well, that's a nice car you're driving there. I've never had anybody say, Who are you to judge? You stop judging me. Don't you know the Bible says not to judge? Or you say, Hey man, you did a good job doing that. Don't judge me. Only God can judge me. No. No, people only use that as a scapegoat for whenever they have judgments that they don't like, right? Whenever it's not tickling their ears, that's when they're going to throw out, don't judge me. You know, and you can't function, you can't function without judging. You can't go through life, like let's say you woke up in the morning and you said, well, I'm going to get out of bed. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can't be judgmental. I can't judge. So I'm just going to have to close my eyes and spin in a circle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, now I'm making another judgment. I'm just, I'm making a judgment to spin in a circle instead of just get out of bed. You know, I mean, you would be, you would be paralyzed. You'd be incapable of functioning. You know, imagine if you pull up to the red light and, uh, and say the guy in front of you, the light turns green and the guy just sits there and sits there and sits there and you say, well, and you can tell he's on his phone, right? Looking at whatever, looking at Facebook, listening to the Righteous Rocket podcast. He's he's distracted, right? So, and you're sitting there going, "Well, I mean, who am I to judge? I'm not going to judge, and and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here." And the light goes through three or four cycles, um, you know. I mean, so here's here's something happened here a while back. I pulled up um, to a red light. This guy was. This is we actually left church. And pull up to red light behind a guy, light turns green, and this person just sitting there. I'm like, 
Okay, I honked, honked, honked. And I was like, uh, no response. You know, I mean, I could have easily said, oh, who am I to judge? I'll just sit back. So I pulled up beside them. Now I could have said, hey, I can't judge whatever they're doing in their car. That's their deal. No, the guy was all slouched over in there. Um, so I jumped out, you know, banging on the car window. Hey, wake up. What's going on? Hey, hello, hello, hello. And he's uh, he kind of comes to it. He goes, oh, hey, hey. Uh, sorry, I, f- I fell asleep. I, man, I had a rough night. I was tired. And I was like, dude, you need to be careful. You know, are you good to go home? He's, he's like, yeah, I'm good now. But, oh, man, how long was I there? And I'm like, I don't know. A couple red lights. That's how long you were there, you know. But I kind of ensured that he was awake and cognizant enough for uh, and kind of keep an eye on him to drive off. But, my goodness, you know, I mean, it, what if he had had a heart attack and he's sitting there and he's on his death, fixing to die? And, uh, you know, and I just said, well, who am I to judge? I actually, you know, something that actually it just, just, just came to my mind when I was in college. Uh, we was in the cafeteria one day and there was a, a young lady with epilepsy. And she had, um, she had had an epileptic attack, right? She went into a seizure. And there's just big commotion. All of a sudden, you just hear a chair slide and somebody hit the floor and she's making noises. And really, without without thinking, you know, just in the snap of my fingers, I jump up. A friend of mine that was with me jumped up. And another guy across the way, he jumps up and we go over there. And we're like, I don't, I mean, I don't know what to do, but we're going to do something. You know, we're kind of trying to hold her, trying to keep her from smacking her head on the floor or hitting a chair with her head or you know, being sure she's not going to like bite her tongue or anything. And, you know, there's three of us there, three of us guys. We don't know what to do, but we're just like, and we're saying, help, help, help. And the, the lunch people, they're like, well, this is, this happens from time to time. But what really caught my eye is you look around the room and this, there's probably 500 people, college age kids in this room at lunchtime. And they are all just doing this. They're staring and they're gawking. What's going on over there? That's so weird. That's so crazy. You know, they didn't, they, they made the judgment that it would be too embarrassing to get up and run over there and try to help somebody, even if you didn't know what you're going to do. I mean, come on, people. Somebody's in need, you know, help them out. And uh, so that's the thing is this, this whole do not judge is so, so prevalent. You know, like uh, right, right now, all, all these things. Notice, notice all the, uh, all the um, evil and depravity that's going on in the world. They all say you can't judge us, and then they tell you that you need to applaud it. You have to participate and applaud. You can't sit back silent. So they're passing all sorts of judgments on you in order to just try to convince you to not judge them, right? So it's it's they're really uh, it's an oxymoron basically to say do not judge because you're judging them. Um, so I mean that's that's the reality of it. And like I said, it's the Bible does not prescribe. Most people don't know don't realize that though. I mean most most Christians just don't. They haven't. It's not hard to get in here and and read Matthew seven one. You know it's a very easy thing to read but it just gets so twisted and people are so often to just more more or less parrot a uh, parrot a phrase that they've heard than to actually figure out where the source is and see the context because 
we're not commanded, um, you know, not to judge. We're commanded on how to judge. It's, it's as simple as that, guys. You're commanded on how to judge. You have to make judgments. And actually, you're commanded to make a righteous judgment. And that's what, uh, that's what Jesus was telling the Pharisees in uh, John 7, 24. He's saying, look, you're, you, you could care less about the people that I'm healing. You're just worried that I'm healing them on the Sabbath and not even realizing that Jesus created the Sabbath. Um, and, and these people are work. They, 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 do, they teach on the Sabbath. So what, what's the deal here? They're, they're, they would rather somebody suffer and not be healed than and and then to allow somebody to be healed and that's why he's saying don't judge hypocritical he knew their hearts he knew they were hypocritical and uh, that's that's what we're commanded to do is not judge hypocritically so be sure you clean up your own life be sure we get as close to god as possible be sure we're as spick and span as possible now yeah i'm going to sin every day but be sure i don't have unrepentant sin or i'm trying to live a life of sin or i'm trying to go further into sin and then try to call somebody out for their sin that can be hypocritical we're not supposed to do that now is somebody going to say uh riley how come you're calling me out for lying I'm, have you never told a lie well yeah i've lied before because if i would say no then i'd be lying then but it's and, and it's it'd be easy for them to say well then you're just being a hypocrite no i've i'm telling you i've i've lied before and i've repented for those sins and i'm not lying to you right now by saying you shouldn't lie and furthermore it's not me that you got a problem with it is the God of the universe. The God created everything. That's the that's the person that that you're so offended by. And all I'm doing is just saying you shouldn't lie. You shouldn't cheat. You shouldn't steal. You shouldn't do all that stuff. That's all I'm saying. And uh, and I'm also following um, the instructions on how to judge. You know, it's as simple as that. So that's the main thing here, guys. Is is it gets so twisted and it's meant, the argument is meant to disarm you and to keep you from judging when in fact they're judging you in the process. So um, I hope that that helps you kind of understand that. I hope it encourages you and to not be disarmed the next time somebody says, who are you to judge? Or you shouldn't judge. Or the Bible says don't judge. Didn't you know that, Mr. Christian? Well, this this will give you some some ammo and a, and a defense, uh, an apologetic, if you will, to to counter that, right? And also realize that that you're supposed to, you know, make a judgment. Yes, God is the ultimate judge, but you're supposed to 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 judge, especially brothers in Christ. I want somebody if I'm if I'm going wrong and doing the wrong thing and messing up, I would love another brother in Christ to come along and say, Riley. Look, dude, you gotta get it. You gotta get on the ball here, man. You know, and to call me out, and I should be welcoming of that, and and I should appreciate somebody um, being able to do that. It takes a lot of confidence to be able to call somebody out like that and hold somebody accountable, because uh, ultimately we will all be held accountable for our actions, and it's it's better to get, you know, correct them now. So anyway, so I would ask you if, you, if you like this, great, but how dare you judge this if you like it? And if you don't like it, great, how dare you judge this <laughs> if you don't like it? And also, a friendly reminder, if you made it this far, um, you can go to givesendgo.com slash support righteous ruckus, 
and you can uh, you could if you feel led you could donate to to help support this uh, our mission here and um or you could also there's a button you could click and you could uh you can let me know you're praying about this pray for direction pray for focus pray for pray for inspiration and pray for people being receptive of these messages of this podcast and anyway i appreciate that and uh and i hope you have a great week and go out and preach a bold gospel <laughs>